0: Ready to lace up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now we'll fully in Timothy Patrick. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another Above Ground Podcast. Because you can't serve below. That's right. Are you down with TPP? That's right. That's my host, TPP, over (laughs) there. That's right.
1: Howdy, howdy, howdy.
0: The toilet paper pusher over there. That's him. That's me. That's right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another week of Above Ground Podcast. And we are just smooth sailing into 2020, you know? 2020 has been such an amazing year, right? Hasn't it? <laughs> for everyone.
1: <laughs> I was looking up at him like, where's he going where's with Where's he this? going with that? Why is he talking about 2020 being such a Well, been... thanks for tuning back in to listen to another episode. And if this is uh, your first episode, welcome.
0: Sorry and... about that. <laughs>
1: And it could be your last. <laughs> we're,
0: we're silly today, that's all.
1: Ah, uh, foundations. Foundations. <laughs> that's right, my foundation's got cracks in yeah, it, dude. Yeah, foundation's got cracks <laughs> in it. So I kind of wanted to talk about, like, false foundations, misplaced expectations that either we put on ourselves or people put on us. You know, how do we lose sight of what, you know, we thought we wanted? Or what goals we set. Um, I wrote down seven reasons why we fail. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Only seven.
1: Well, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still learning.
0: All right. What are like, those seven?
1: Lack of persistence. Lack of conviction. Rationalization. Dismissal of past mistakes. Lack of discipline. Poor self esteem and a fatalistic attitude.
0: Dismissal
1: of past mistakes.
0: Well, that means that you wouldn't look at your past mistakes.
1: Right. I think you're supposed to be able to learn from your past mistakes. Okay. Have some insight and look back and go, geez, you know. But if you dismiss them, then you probably would be almost like saying that they weren't mistakes.
0: I didn't make a mistake.
1: Exactly. Uh, okay. That's the problem, <laughs> right there. <Yeah. laughs> well, By true. saying that, you just made a big one. <laughs> that's
0: true, right? I make mistakes <laughs> every single day. I wish I could say that. I wish I could say I don't make mistakes.
1: You know, I think growing up as children, we we think we can conquer the world.
0: Well, aren't we supposed to? Aren't we supposed to feel like we can? Like, isn't that isn't that part of setting hope?
1: Sure. Right. I mean, I don't think we're supposed to really do anything. It's just let it happen. You know, if that's if that's you know, some kids feel that way, some kids don't. You know, some kids want to be a fi- firefighter, and some kids, you know, want to don't. set the fires. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, somewhere between childhood and adulthood, our enthusiasm and natural inclinations to dream big are squashed.
0: Of course they are. You know why? Because you got to get up every freaking day and go to a job and. And make somebody else happy. and and That's true. What other
1: factors do you think? Parents, teachers, they start imposing their own beliefs. Well,
0: that starts early. Indoctrination starts early. There you go. For sure. And unfortunately, with that indoctrination, if you don't take a step back and start to question that indoctrination, then you become a... You become a Cretan of that indoctrination. That's hey, you know it's all right, man. Do the Cretan gonna,
1: hop. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it um, domestication for today, because we're you know it's a concept rooted in the uh, Native American Toltec tradition. Wow. Yeah. We're getting deep. Don Miguel Ruiz. Oh. Who he wrote the the Four Agreements, and then there's a there's a, a junior who. Who has um, his own set of books? Um, I can't think of the names of them right now, but I know he's got two or three um, books. He is a son. There's like there's a couple of them because one of them wrote the the Fifth Agreement. Okay. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure if I think it is a son because one of them's a junior. But then there's a there's a Don Miguel Ruiz, and then there's like a there's uh Don something Ruez, like a different middle name. So it's it's um it's it's a little tough to remember to be honest with you folks. So I'm sorry. It's but, been a while since yeah. I read
0: the four agreements.
1: But um but the book that I was the book that I'm kinda of talking about, which I be haven't in, be um,
0: impeccable with your word.
1: Oh there you go, yeah.
0: Um well, I'm trying to think of the other three agreements. Be impeccable with your
1: with your word, that's with, one of them.
0: With your word. Don't make assumptions. Yeah, don't make assumptions. Oh my gosh, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, I was that was say. like
0: one of the first. That was like one of the first, like self help books, the quote unquote self help books I read. Really? Yes. Was huh. the Four Agreements.
1: That's funny. That was like one of the last ones that I've read.
0: Yeah, that was like one of the very first books that kind of got me into, like thinking, okay, maybe I can. You know, I can survive. I can survive life with yeah? books like this. Yeah, yeah, because it was like, you know, there's other people who've thought really hard about all this stuff, man. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe. Nice. You know?
1: Well, you were right. The the uh, Be impeccable with your word. Yeah. Uh, don't take anything personally. That's
0: right. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions.
1: And always do
0: your best. best. Right. Always do your best. Always
1: do your best. And this is um, that's Don Miguel And what Ruiz. was the fifth agreement? You know, I, I don't I don't read that's a newer newer book. It is it's yeah. all it's
0: all one it's one book. Too. It is all
1: one book. Yeah. I I just don't um, I don't know, unfortunately. I don't I don't I can't unleash the secret. But the one book <laughs> that I'm looking to get next is called The Mastery of Self, which is Don Miguel Ruiz Junior. Ah. Um and that's kind of you know, it's a it's a it's a personal it's a guide to personal freedom and that's kind of where um some of this stuff that uh, we're talking about today is coming from it's a like i said the concept of of domestication uh it's a system of behavior control based on reward and punishment as the biggest obstacle to personal freedom for human beings the following excerpt wow that
0: sounds like religion well, That's, I mean, you yeah. think about it. It's all about reward and punishment. Oh, well, you didn't do good. You're right. a sinner. You gonna get punished, boy? Really? Well, here's it. <laughs> Why a... Jesus is gonna punish me? He here's gonna a... take
1: me to the Skinner show, Is he?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <you> <laughs> all
1: right, you're cut off. All right. So the simple example of domestication in action. No one doubts the grandmother has the best intentions. She loves her grandson and wants him to eat his lunch. But the method she is using to achieve that goal has negative, unintended consequences. Anytime guilt and shame are deployed as tools to provoke action, this counters any good that has been achieved. Eventually, these negative elements will resurface in one way or another. In this case, let's imagine that when this boy grows up, the domestication that occurred around this issue is so strong that it still has an imposing power over him well into adulthood. For instance, many years later, he goes into a restaurant where they serve a big plate of food. Halfway through, his meal, his body signals to him the truth of that moment. I am full. But consciously or subconsciously, he hears a voice. It's a sin to waste food. And again, consciously or subconsciously, he answers, yes, grandma, and continues to eat. Finishing his plate like a good boy, he responds to his domestication rather than his needs of the moment. In that instant, he completely goes against himself by continuing to eat after his body has already let him know that he is full. The idea is so strong that it overrules his body's natural preference to stop. Overeating could damage his body, which is one of the negative consequences in this case, of using guilt and shame as a tool. The other consequence is that he has experienced internal suffering by reliving a past moment of guilt and shame, and it is controlling his actions in the present. And see, that's kind of what, it's controlling yeah, I could, his Yeah, totally, I could totally see that. You know what I mean? And that
0: leads to codependency. Yeah, in it fact. It leads, I mean, it's
1: it, like it, there's can, a, There's a thing, it's, it <clears throat> says, uh, this is all Don Miguel Ruiz. I took notes from based on his uh, domestication and attachment work hand-in-hand.
0: Hand yes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: To keep you separated from your authentic self. Lost in the fog and smoke, trapped in the drama of the party. This cycle of domestication, self-domestication, and attachment can continue for generations until you transform into a master of self and break the chain. So, you know, the irony, he says, is, is that when this happens, you become attached to to an idea that you didn't even agree with initially, but only adopted because of domestication. So the end result is that... Is
0: more domestication, really. Right. Like, that's the, that's the paradox of it all.
1: Yeah, without that awareness, really... you adhere to the ideas that really aren't for you and, and, you know, that you don't really want, you know?
0: Well, do we really want anything? I mean... Or do you, do you think we want anything or do you think it's, or do you think that there's something else? Do you think it's always about trying to make up for lack?
1: Not always. I don't think it's all, I mean, unfortunately in today's world, that's a huge part of it for sure. But I think, you know, it's, I think it's, um, okay, let's go back to like what you were saying before with religion, like. Let's say here, little Will comes over here, and we're gonna we're gonna bring him to um, uh, Sunday school or church and show him some things, okay? And then he comes home and he's like, Mom, I you know he's questioning this, he's questioning that, and I don't really I don't really understand. i don't, okay, cool. So th- that was laid out in front of you, and and like I'll 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 um, have a conversation and try to explain further until you can comprehend. And when you do comprehend, you can make your own decision based on what you know what I mean. Based on the facts, if if as a parent or a teacher or leader can sh- can stick to facts and share facts, in order for you to make a decision, I to what th- best. But, but
0: here's the thing, though: what are the facts as opposed to what is opinion? Because well, it depends on the situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I, obviously there's certain facts in everything, but then there's a lot of conjuncture to say, well, this is we have to assume that it was like this because. There's no other thing that well, I think, and that leads to just more questioning and leads it to could, more. but that's discon- how you find discontent.
1: That's how you find yourself and find limits. You know, you expose yourself to different situations. Um, so,
0: do you think maybe the discontent is 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 actually a byproduct of of the finding yourself, and you have to have that discontent in order to find yourself?
1: Hold on, say that again.
0: Do you think that discontent is is the gateway to opening up to finding yourself? Because doesn't it have to be... Don't you have to be I, discontentful to, to try to find something new?
1: I guess define, <clears throat> define discontentful.
0: Well, obviously, if you're discontent... Unhappy? If you're discontented, you're unhappy. Okay. So that means something is making you unhappy. Now, whether it's whether it's you looking at the situation and craving it to be different, but you have to be discontented enough to question why you're feeling a certain you way. You have to be aware. You have to of, be aware that of discontentment. Absolutely,
1: yes. I don't know if I would so agree do you with think... discontentment itself is the the pathway though. I think it would probably be different for most, but um, I mean obviously
0: I think, discontent can be one of the pathways sure but enlightenment can be one of those pathways you could figure out that oh shit I never even realized this existed oh my god this is the perfect thing
1: yeah I mean I think it's some of it's probably ingrained in us from the early days you know whether you know we we do certain things or um,
0: you mean from the reptilian brain like, old days or do you mean like like, uh,
1: the like like more of like the caveman like um you know danger and, and um we learned how to not be lunch and how to get lunch i guess well right we learned how to 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 operate in the environment right and we did that by kind of what i was saying before is exposing yourself to new different New situation right. Well, different... exposing
0: yourself to, to, to possibly traumatic experiences.
1: Right. You're absolutely right. And that's what I was going to say. Is I think that's one of the problems, not to get too far off the subject, but we, we like to... Well, sorry. We're just tying in
0: one of our last episodes about post-traumatic growth. Because when you really look at all of this, because obviously we're all in this because we've had issues with things in our past that we've not been able to rectify. Like, when you really get it down to brass tacks, there's been an event or a situation, a person or a feeling that has infiltrated our, has penetrated us so deeply that it has formulated a change in us, which is what trauma is. Yeah. And none of us are ever immune to any of that.
1: No. No. No I don't I mean yeah and I think some are less aware of it less aware of the consequence or the effects that it has and maybe that's a good thing though maybe maybe I, I mean know?
0: maybe maybe that is maybe that works for some people maybe denial really does work for some right.
1: people or it could be just something um not necessarily denial it could just be a um something that may have occurred in childhood or whatever and they 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 developed this habit and in their current situation it doesn't really have a negative effect.
0: Right, but then you know? then so they're not going to question anything, there. right? That's just going to be the they're just going to that's just going to be kind of one of those things that they they just go to. It's go, not. Well,
1: yeah, it's like and that's, you know, and that's kind of like some of the stuff that you and I are trying to rewire, I guess you could say. Well,
0: right, but it's that discontentment of having those things that we don't like that caused us to want to change them, so there's got to be, you, there's got to be some discontented.
1: Oh yeah, there's got to sure.
0: be some, there's got to be some like you know button up against something. For there's sure. got to be an idea button up against another idea that says.
1: And again, going back to post traumatic growth, you know what I mean? You're button, you're 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 going up against a, a concrete wall, but you want to get through it. Well, right. 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 So well you,
0: that's but that's getting to the other side. Right. You could just be content with you being up against it again and being like, Okay, I, I've been here before, I know what to expect. It's comfortable. Right. It's comfortable and I'm contented. But, but I, then, I guess
1: what I'm saying is as a as a whole, if ninety nine percent of the society was content with not pushing the limits or boundaries or, or going that extra mile, like how would evolution? Go? Well, right, and that's why I
0: think we've reached a, I think we've reached a time of discontent now. Like this was the perfect opening for the time, the next time of discontent, because this is where we see whether we are actually going to progress or we're going to regress.
1: Yeah, and which I think, going back a little bit to what you said before, because um, I I didn't want to interrupt you, but I think as humans we. The human brain has that negative bias, so it pays attention to everything that we've done wrong. You know
0: it does, I mean? but it also has a nostalgic it has a nostalgic mirror that says, "Wow, everything was better before." So that happens when you start looking at everything was better before, that will lead you into regression, which will lead you into giving up a lot of your freedom.
1: Which will then lead you to what's which will lead you
0: to suffering again.
1: Well, yeah. I and mean, what's the word you use though? The um discontent. Yeah.
0: So it's all. It's it's. You hmm. know. So yeah. basically, so basically, it's the cycle of contentment and discontentment. Like again, it's the yin and yang of of you being content in what you're doing at the time, and then being able to understand that your discontentment is caused because. There is something literally that is trying to come out of you that needs to come out. Right. And, and And now, look, if you can choose to ignore it, okay, you can choose to ignore it and, and keep doing your normal thing. And that's fine. But at some point, whether it's you on your deathbed or you, you know, in that second of, like, holy shit, what did I just waste my last 30 years doing for no reason?
1: <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to get it confused with, like, you know, being a uh, um, what's what's the word I want to use? Like um, being a part of a, a society and learning, um, you know, societal norms to an extent. You know, I'm not saying to to abolish that. This is more for if you're if you're discontent in certain areas, and if you're you know. You're kind of going down that path of suffering, you know.
0: Right, oh, th- right, right. These are these are yeah. tips to get you to the next level of whatever out of that discontentment of, of your personal like psyche that you're in.
1: Right, right, right. You know, it's it's just another another perception, another skill to you know what I mean to to be like you know. Um, Be aware. Uh, I'm I'm discontent. And now I'm going to say, why am I discontent? Let's figure out some some of the paths to why and how maybe I got here.
0: Right. And then chances are they're probably like right there and you can probably know every single one of them. I'm sure. From that moment on, just because you know it. Now, your denial factor will kick in because that's your human thing. And say, no, that's not. It's something else. But no, it's really that. <laughs> it's really that.
1: So do you think that if you have... See, I think that going back to earlier, we were talking about um, foundations and, like, expectations we put on ourselves or, or somebody else puts...
0: Foundations them. and expectations are are separate to me.
1: They are separate, but I'm saying it with, let's say with a, with a, with a cracked foundation, do you think that in your opinion, can you like patch it up or should you just tear down and start over?
0: Well, I'll use my life as an example. At 48 years old, did I can't tear a complete foundation down. You just can't. Right so you have to patch it you have to repair the spots that you can repair not all of it is repairable those there's certain cracks that you can shove as much fucking concrete into as you want that just is not going to close up they they just can't and actually i don't have the i don't have the professionalism to be able to fill those cracks because i i just can't i also think that There's certain aspects now you don't when you're indoctrinated, okay, you don't know about the parts of you that you will lose along the way. I was told in my 20s that at some point you will lose a piece of you to someone else or to things to whatever. And you will never get that piece back, and you will feel that you will never get that piece back. I can pinpoint several little pieces that have gone that mm-hmm. I will never get back that have changed me in ways that I, I just—you just can't go back. It's just that you, a, you just, would you just, say just,
1: that you would want them back?
0: Not necessarily, man. Okay. I don't necessarily want anything back. Okay i've kind of g- i've i've finally come to rest on the fact that I am who I'm supposed to be
1: nice
0: I just have to figure out how to live that way, and I haven't figured that out yet
1: i mean there, because
0: know, there's parts of me that i there's parts of me that are screaming you know
1: it's it's but again there's there's there is some you know there's gonna be some uh, we'll call it domestication there you know what i mean you can't just well, like you, you, said, you like, have to i mean age, if you, can't, you have responsibilities can't just break down there's 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 the i mean unfortunately
0: right. man you make decisions those decisions have consequences those consequences sometimes come with years sometimes they cut. you know what i mean yeah. it's like so everything contributes to the next thing contributes to the next thing and like there's foundational pieces that i couldn't get back Regardless of how much therapy you had or not, because those pieces are just not available. They, they're they not available because they don't exist. It's like it would be trying to fill it in with a, it would be trying to like fill concrete in with wood. You just, you can't do it, man. It's just, there's, there's certain things that you just don't get back. There's certain things that you lose that... Obviously, weren't maybe yours to have in the first place, necessarily, yeah,
1: right? And maybe, right? Maybe they were meant and, to happen to get right, you right. And you it are. was the
0: fact that maybe you could have accepted who you were supposed to be a long time ago. Maybe you would have some a semblance of a peace of mind, if there is such a thing. And I don't know if there is anymore. I think we've, I think we've reached to a spot where things are so chaotic that this is the leveling spot because now we're really going to see who the enlightened people are because we're going to see like, okay, did your, did your practice really help you or did it really hinder you? Because you can see the crap, like, and this is where I, and this is where I get off on the, on the indoctrination of religion. And this is where I think religion is very empty. You sit in a building you know, you you get up, you get down, you you know, you, you get drink. up. Uh, get, on <laughs> up. <laughs> get on up. Uh. <laughs> and um, you know, you do your dance and and Come you on, know, you, you say a couple prayers and you, you, you sing a couple songs, and then chances are you go about your life. And that's actually how we're indoctrinated. Like that's how we're indoctrinated. You go to church every Sunday, that's all you see. You see a bunch of half half awake, half half-assed. Christians that don't care, or whatever religion you're in, half some of them, not right, all, but, not all,
1: right. And there, but, but there's like, other ways. There's but there's other ways.
0: Know. But it's like, does that is that serving you? Like, is are are all some your,
1: people? Yeah, some people.
0: I mean, is going into your bedroom, shutting the door, and saying fifteen Hail Marys really doing anything for for the greater good? I'm just saying. I don't like,
1: know. I who are you to say though? I I, saying, I I don't
0: know. I maybe I'm not anybody to say. You know. But I don't know
1: either. I mean, all I know is that if it works for that person, then let it work for that person, you know? Just don't push it on me. Just don't try and domesticate me. Well, and that's... When I know and that's... that I'm telling you this is my boundary of I don't... I don't and I wanna... find it...
0: And, like, and actually, my wife said this to me the other day. She goes, well, you talk about Buddhism. And I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I don't just walk up to random people and talk about Buddhism. Yeah. And I don't even talk about Buddhism that much. I watch things. Plus, Buddhism all people, really is a religion. And all Christians talk about is how great God is. And and okay, but you're like, well, it's it's all about that. And it's like, but are you trying to convince me or are you convincing yourself? Because you're not convincing me because you're not going to convince me of that.
1: Right. Ever. Well, and again, that's with, but I think, everybody... But that's uh, an
0: indoctrination. That, it is. That... But
1: it's not necessarily... St- it's not specific and I to think religion, But the problem is, is though, saying. is that
0: some indoctrination isn't bad. That, that, that's the thing. It's like, like, when is it indoctrination, and when is it v- values, and when is it well, priorities? Well, like, it, when it, does it become different than indoctrination? It becomes... Does di- it, it,
1: it become different because it changes... When it affects you, it has a negative effect on you, and, and you know, you're... Your, Let's say you're in a relationship, okay? And you're not 100%, but you know, you want to you want to stay in this relationship and your partner says, "Let's move in together." And again, you're still not 100%, but you you, you want to try and make this relationship work, so you you move in. And then your partner says, "I'm going to decorate everything my way." And you're like, "Um I, I mean, I live here, so maybe I should no, I'll handle it. And then your partner's like, "I'll handle everything. I'll do it." And then at some point, you're gonna feel that discontent. You're gonna feel unheard. Right. And then that's when it becomes a problem. Right. That's when it becomes a problem. If it was like your parents or or your grandparents or some, but somebody that's that not it,
0: indoctrination, though. Like you're not being indoctrinated. Like because the thing, the difference well, no, with indoctrination, I'm saying,
1: domestication. Is... I'm saying more of a domestication.
0: Well, I, yeah, okay. You're being it, domesticated. It kind of is. It, well, I mean, it dude, if you, if you settle in with somebody, that's that's a part of that's a form of domestication. There's there's no way two ways around that. If you are yeah, combining you're looking at
1: domestication as as the the the, the live the you know the the some organism kind of, itself, you mean? You're, I'm I'm looking at it as the Toltec, um, Native American way. You know, I'm looking at domestication as that, not necessarily. As you know the the dictionary definition of it, I guess, okay,, but the way, but the way
0: you were just explaining it to you to me was the definition of it because you were just explaining domestication from the from the part of like moving in, like because that's where I got confused. <laughs> well,
1: the, there's two different, yeah, but I get what you're saying, the domestication of moving in, yes, but I'm saying if you are into a, if you're in a situation, whether it's religion, A relationship, um, school, work, politics, and someone keeps pushing, pushing, pushing their views on you and trying to change your views. That is domestication. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? I
0: get. And you know what? I got uh, it. And and the thing is, is like I'm beyond that. Because the thing is, is that like people who I would try to change the minds of, I'm not changing the minds of just like they're not going to change my right. mind.
1: Right. No, but that's fine. But we're not talking about you specifically. That's why we're talking about this. So. Right. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Which is good that you, you know, you that you have that 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 mindset and that that frame, you know, because that's a it's it's a positive it has positive effects for yourself, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, it keeps the force field up, man. Well, there you that's go. that's what it is. It's it's.
1: But I, we're, I'm just in general trying to trying to get some of this information out out there because basically the the four agreements really struck me and and um you know delving into the domestication and how they view it and and how it was explained was um really really struck a nerve with me and and I, I really identified with it and I think for me it was a huge part in. Um, I wouldn't say a huge part, but it was a variable, in, you know, in the way things, um, turned out.
0: Yeah, I must. I figured it must be, as you've mentioned, Don Miguel a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, I just, I, you know, again, that whole, you know, the those Native American uh, views and traditions, um. You know, I just. Uh, I can identify with a lot of that as yeah, me as, too. as well with the, with the, the Buddhist, you know, the Buddhist ways and Buddhism, and the, you know, what, how they, how they go, you know, their teachings, I should say, the dharmas of, of Buddhism. Um, I just, it, you know, some of them are very simple and, and logical and, and makes you go, yeah, well, no kidding! Like this is the way it should be, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? like, exactly. You're questioning like the world today, and you're like, "Yeah, well, this is," you know. So yeah, that's all. Just trying to get this out there, as we do with our all of our other stuff. We got lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Just you know, what the we would like to do is, is hear what stuff that you would like to to hear us talk about.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely hook up with us on online at uh, Above Ground Podcast on Facebook, Above Ground Podcast on Instagram. You know, send us a note. Say, hey, you know, cover this, do this, talk about this. You know, I heard this. What do you guys think about this? We want to know. We want to know what you think. And If you haven't done so, the Survey Monkey survey is still available. I can share the link again um, on our social media pages, but you can go there and fill that out be awesome if you did. I'm going to keep that up for a while.
1: Yeah, keep it up.
0: I'm going to keep it up. Keep it keep up. Keep pimping it out.
1: Maybe someone will fill it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody did. As a couple always, people did.
1: As always if you uh in, enjoyed what you heard, you can always share, subscribe and star, man. And if you really like what you heard or if you really didn't like what what you heard, you can uh leave um Leave some comments or some feedback, right?
0: Actually, you can keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, I'd like to hear both positive man, and negative, too. man. Me Bring too, it on.
0: man. Bring it on. You know, this my is, skin's thick.
1: It's not even about that. It's, you know, maybe we can, you know, someone can ch- change a little bit of our perception or, or vice versa.
0: You know, nobody's changing my perception. Well,
1: <laughs>
0: sadly, that's, that's the, the problem with the world. <laughs>
1: Sadly, that's the way things are. all right, all right. (laughs) Yes.
0: But until next time. Be well. Be safe. Be Above. above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at 18002738255 that's 18002738255 be well be safe be above